then I started like actually noticing that there's not much difference between like you know Pakistan and like somewhere like abroad like Canada or like Ethiopia yeah. or like yes the internet is making it so much like better like you know you're getting trends are coming here the trends the same trends you have in America we we have it at the same time like the fidget yeah. spinner trend like trends like that and like you know the trick shot trend <laughs> the 10 year challenge yeah <laughs> the 10 year challenge exactly yeah. like all the except one thing that's still cringy dab is dead people dab is dead don't do it yeah they still like, dab over yeah. there They still have over here. <laughs> I see. I'm crying right That's now. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Today's episode is really exciting. We're bringing on 18-year-old Anushay to tell us about her life story. Anushay currently lives in Islamabad, but that's just scraping the surface of her background. She's lived through an entire roller coaster of moving across various countries, uh, Ethiopia, Sudan, Canada, to name a few. And she'll tell us what prompted those movements across the countries and what eventually led her family to settle back in Pakistan. This is a great story. I hope you finish the full episode. Also, by the way, on this episode, we also have Jazil. He's 19 years old. He's a friend of mine from the UAE and also goes to school in Malaysia. Some other time we'll talk more about Jazil as well. But in this episode, Jazil will mostly be listening in and engaging in the conversation every now and then. So if you hear somebody else laughing besides me, that's probably Jazil. Um, yeah, so I'm from Islamabad and I'm 18 years old. And basically as for studying, I'm in my, uh, I'm in my second year or AKA senior year of high school. So yeah, I finished school this year. So yeah. Nice. Okay. What do you plan to do though in the long term? Um, yeah, I, uh, right now I am like studying psychology, fine arts and like Islamic theology. But then wow. um, I do have plans like in some kind of creative field. I still haven't like, I'm still figuring out stuff and exploring. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, for now it's going to be some kind of creative like field. Okay. Maybe, maybe media, maybe media sciences, but then mm. let's see. So you're in Islamabad now, right? I am. Okay. And when did you move there? When did you move to Islamabad? I moved back to Islamabad in 2014, if I'm okay. not wrong. Yeah. So it has been a while. I, I, I get it. Yeah. And you said homesickness. Of course, I don't know where you came from and everything, but before we do that, how long did you go through that home with that homesickness? How long did you experience that before you started oh, feeling dude, better? I would like legit say two years wow okay yeah so yeah 2014 and then 2016 you started feeling more at home mm, within pakistan yeah wow. sure for sure yeah okay were you born in pakistan oh uh, yes i was born in pakistan okay all right so now we can talk about where you went but where have you lived yeah so um yeah i don't exactly know how long i've lived in each place because like this is so candid i'm so sorry but then um yeah so generally just like a general overview my dad is a diplomat like or was a diplomat now he's retired so um i was born in pakistan or maybe libya see i don't even know that but you don't know what you're born? How are you not? I don't even know. What are you saying your passport? Place of birth. <laughs> That's so random, I, though. I was born in Pakistan, or maybe Libya. Or Libya. <laughs> so, <laughs> because, because people, I, I never had this conversation with my parents, first of all. Second of all, like, uh, a lot of people, like, a lot of people, including my sister and stuff, like, if people have, mm. like, commented this, that, oh, weren't you born in Libya and, like, stuff. But I haven't had the talk with my parents about, like, where I was born. Wow. Like, I just generally assume it was basically back. But, like, what does it say on your passport? Like, what on passport? Your passport place of birth. On your passport. Or do you have a birth certificate or something? But I guess you never looked into it. I did not. Exactly. Oh, cool. like, I'm a, yeah i don't look into like, <laughs> passport i don't even remember the last time i went out of pakistan oh and God, the, the last time i did a passport was yeah. to come back to pakistan unwillingly 
Mm-hmm. No, the reason it made me laugh is because if someone is talking to someone with you and they say something like, I think I was born in Islamabad or maybe Pindi. Okay, I get it. <laughs> But if you say, I, was, I think yeah. I was born in Pakistan or know, Libya. <laughs> They're not even close to each other. It, it just came, I, I'm so sorry, but like it was random to me as yeah. well. It just flashed up. Oh, somebody said I was born in Libya, but okay. You know what? I, I'll, I'll confer- confirm that later, but okay. Cool. Let's go. Yeah, we can always, uh, yeah, yeah. We can, you can get so, back to us. Uh, Yeah, so my dad was a diplomat, so he moved around a lot. Um, yeah, he was in the foreign affairs, so he moved around a lot. Um, consequently, the family moved around a lot. So me personally, um, I'm a late child. Like I, my sister, like my elder sister, she's like 14 years older than me. Mm. So I'm a very late child. So the only okay. countries that I saw uh, were Sudan, um, Ethiopia, Ethiopia. Uh, Canada, Abu Dhabi, and um, Saudi Arabia. Wow, okay. So, so, wait, let me write this down. Sudan, Ethiopia, Canada? Saudi Arabia. Saudi yeah, Arabia. Canada. Uh-huh. And, and Abu Dhabi, or like UAE. UAE, okay. So you've lived across all those places at some point in your yes. life? Yes, in, at some point of my life. But you said you don't remember most of them? I remember Ethiopia and Canada because that was basically my development, developmental years because like middle mm. school and like, uh, like the start of high school. So, yeah. Yeah. Got it. And Canada, you don't remember either. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you say abroad, a lot of people, I think, automatically start thinking you've lived in like Europe or the US or Canada or something like that. But you've actually, yes, went, yes, you've actually lived yes. across a variety of countries and a big chunk of it is Africa. That's interesting. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I remember a lot of like, uh, uh, like Sudan, Ethiopia, and then Canada. Like these are the three countries, but like, you know, um, play a role in my life. My family has lived in places that I don't care about. So mm-hmm. I don't even know much of it. But yeah, wow. that okay. is actually a generalized opinion. Rasa. Where did you actually go to school? In which country did you spend a majority of your time in school? I started going to school. Okay, that's also messed up. I started going to school in Sudan. Like I went mm-hmm. till second grade in Sudan and then I had to move back to Pakistan for a little like a few months um, till my dad's next transfer. So I went to school here for a few months and then I went back to Ethiopia. So Ethiopia and Canada. That's where I had like my uh, Sudan, Ethiopia and um, Canada. Wow, okay. Got it. Like all the way till... let's say you moved in 2014 eighth yeah 8th grade so uh, until 8th grade you were there and then you moved back to pakistan yes okay makes sense did you have any issues with uh, language problems or anything like that when you lived in sudan oh, yes. and ethiopia yes i did i did see that's another thing that's not going to make sense but um okay so the thing that happened to me in sudan was that after i moved back from sudan to pakistan i went to schools for the admission and stuff and they said oh you don't have a base in urdu mm-hmm. and you don't know you basically don't know any urdu at all so we're going to take you back from prep prep is like kindergarten here yeah i was already in second grade and from second grade i went back to kindergarten mm. oh, wow. because my urdu wasn't there wow. like because i hadn't mm-hmm. had like a base in urdu so two years cut off like two years i went two years back and then when i went to ethiopia mm-hmm. um i just continued on from there like my parents didn't give a thought to like you know moving me back to the grade right or, you know they were just like That's crazy because in second grade, you basically started learning basic math and stuff, right? Addition, subtraction. Mm-hmm. And then you exactly. went back to like building blocks and stuff like kindergarten. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the reason I'm, I suck at math. Maybe that's the reason I suck at math. Well, you should be better at math because you got two chances at learning. <laughs> Dude, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. That's interesting. But I'm not. Yo, math and me, we just do not get together. But okay. You've basically been a very confused kid growing up, I can imagine, than the average ordinary kid who uh, grows up in the same block until the age of 18. You, you experienced a lot more. Yes, I did. So one of the first experiences that I would like, there aren't many, but like I was quite like I was a quiet child. Nobody like knew, oh, there's that hijabi hmm. girl. Yes, I was a hijabi back in the day. So there's like, everybody was like, oh, that quiet hijabi girl, right? Hmm. So that's like, nobody bothered me now. Until, until middle school. What happened is that I moved mm-hmm. to Ethiopia in grade four. Mm-hmm. In grade four, I 
basically do not have anything related to mm-hmm. English. Like, I don't know any English at all. Like, in speaking <laughs> sense, like, I know mm-hmm. English, but then it's, I'm not fluent in it. So what I do is I go there, like my teachers are like all nice to me Mm -hmm. and all, and I just nod at them. And so from there, it's like a stereotype that I don't know how, but people kind of just imagine that I stutter. Like they just, you know, Mm -hmm. made an assumption that I stutter, which is why I don't talk because I'm insecure of my stuttering. Mm -hmm. I, I never stuttered. Yeah. But okay. So um, I did not talk. That's where the bullying started. First, because of my stuttering, which I didn't Mm -hmm. do, but okay. And then because of my hijab, I got bullied because of my hijab. Then because of my weight. So it just gradually... Wait, hijab? Like all this in Ethiopia? Yes. Okay. Isn't Ethiopia like... uh, Well, is it a Muslim? It is. It's 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 not a majority country? It's 25% Muslim and um, uh, Orthodox Christian. 75% 75% Orthodox Christian. I see. Or maybe Okay, got it. And the language there is English? Uh, or at least the school that you went to was English? Yes, uh, it was English. It, it was English. It was English, yes. Hmm. It was international. It okay. was an international school, but um, yeah, they had English as a language. So... And was it an odd thing there to see a hijabi girl? Were there not a lot of other hijabi girls there? No, actually, there were hijabi girls. I don't remember if they got bullied the same way I did. I just remember my own experiences because they're pretty horrific. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I gave a shit about other people being bullied or not. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a good point <laughs> yeah okay got it so yeah the bullying and all that okay so the transition was uh if i remember correctly sudan canada then ethiopia right mm, sudan ethiopia then canada oh okay the other way around okay sudan ethiopia canada yes. then pakistan then pakistan what the story okay. what the story yeah. could be the way story could be but okay so that's happened so fast forward um I got bullied. Uh, so it, it just gradually, you know, just accelerated. So that happened until this one day that I was talking to my driver and my teacher, he heard me talking to my driver and he was like, this girl does not stutter. Like, she is so clean in her own language. Ah. He noticed that. He was like, this hmm. girl does not stutter. So what he did was, mm-hmm. like, the next day, he asks me to come to his office. And then he has this translator guy from India. And then I tell this guy my whole story that I'm getting bullied and stuff. And, you know, um, I, I actually, I'm just not fluent in English. And, are there, you know, it uh, there's this one thing that people learn by looking at other people like you know it's it's been like three four months and you know you're, you're mm-hmm. in the school you're talking to your around people speaking english all the time you get a little bit of english i did not get that environment but nay that have that did not happen with me for some reason like i never got used to it so this kid, uh, um, so the kid told the whole story to my teacher, and my teacher was like, oh my god, that's messed up. And then he's like, young lady, I'm going to give you classes until you know good English, and then you're going to give a speech in front of the whole class. And I swear to God, made it Okay, so this was still in, uh, this was still in Ethiopia? Yes, this was in Ethiopia. Yeah, I, I was in Ethiopia for a, a year or a little bit over that, and then I moved to Canada. Mm, yeah. So I was there, I was in Canada three years maybe, or two years, wait, uh, grade mm-hmm. eight, grade seventh, grade six. Yeah, grade four, mm. grade five, grade four, grade five in Ethiopia, and then grade six, grade seven, grade eight in um, Canada. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, while you were moving across all these different countries, basically your mom... Uh, your whole family was moving along, right? Your mom as well. What was your mom doing? Yeah, my mom was a housewife. Didn't work. Housewife. She, okay. Yeah. Because a lot of people have this setup where, you know, the husband, the father travels and oh, the family is still in Pakistan. A lot yeah. of people do that even here in the U.S. Not saying that's the correct way, actually. But I think it's probably better the families stick together. 
No, that's 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 because you know that also depends on the job. If people have private jobs or they're going like with some private companies or something, that's something different. Like my dad was my dad mm-hmm. was in the government. Like he was working for the Pakistani mm-hmm. government. So that way like you're allowed to take your family. Apki family ka sara khacha like the government takes it. Like why not? Yeah. Why would Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Okay, then you moved to Canada. Yeah. Which part of Canada by the way? Toronto? Ontario for a little bit, but then Toronto. Yeah. I eventually I moved to Toronto yeah. but then my dad was in Ontario. So, um yeah, so this teacher works on me for like a little bit um I guess like 2 months or something I take like um detention classes <laughs> which were detention for the other yeah. kids but for me they were like classes to get me speaking. You're not being punished but yeah. But, yeah, I took detention classes and and then I came out strong as anything. Mm-hmm. Like literally, that was the only thing I was like. I went back to every bully and you know I just talked back to mm-hmm. them. Like it was a great comeback. I st- stood up to my bullies and you know. But then still, it left scars. But okay, yeah, that was the first like very adverse reaction I got from like people of different different mm-hmm. descents. So yeah, yeah, I find this so strange because. Not saying that I know so much about Sudan and Ethiopia, but English is not the official language in Ethiopia, is it? Oh no, no, it's not. And yet you got bullied for not knowing English, but maybe it's because of the nature of the school. It's an international school, so all the kids are expected to know English. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Kids don't care about stats, do they? Yeah. They they're just like they need something to. And these were like douchebag kids. <laughs> I I am not saying all the kids were bad. Yo, kids helped me out so much. The ones that supported mm-hmm. me, oh my yeah. god, oh my god, they supported me so much to the point that, like, they went out of their ways. Like, they risked their mm-hmm. them getting suspended to yeah. like back up for me. So, like, there were good kids there, but then there were like, you know, what? Okay, then I like or do make a proverb like, it's that thing. you know a few kids and then you know your childhood course, is yeah. ruined so it's not it's never the teachers were great the other students were great but then you know there was this one like you know there were the specific students that um had all this but yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't a general opinion there it was <laughs> just a few people got it so um Ethiopia goes smooth after that that's the only highlight that needs to be told and then um I moved to Canada I moved to another school um and this school is great no bullying no nothing everybody like appreciates hmm. me and I'm here basically because I'm already so like empowered I know English like I know fluent English also my uh, teacher was Canadian uh-huh. um the teacher that helped me oh, he was Canadian I see Yes. So I I get my accent from him actually. Like pe- a lot of people ask me that's one more reason like people generalize me. Oh, you're from the US maybe. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not from oh. the US. Yeah. 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 The only uh, so, major like, difference get- that I know of between the US accent and the Canadian accent is Canadians they say like words like out, like out. Uh have you ever heard that before? Yeah, the sorry one. Oh, say sorry. Say sorry. Yeah. Don't sorry. say sorry. Say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You you have a pretty good um, yeah. English accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where I get it from. So mm-hmm. I go to Canada. Everything is smooth, and then comes the part where like uh, two years go smooth. Six year year six year seven was like smooth. No, nothing happens, and then year eight. Year eight goes, and you know it's the start of like it's the one year before like sophomore, and mm-hmm. the whole adolescence plays its magic. You're anxious about like you know being cool in school, and you get like into blocks. Like you know, either you're a geek or like a nerd. Yeah, the clicks, right? Yeah, yeah. the nerd, the jocks. The... Yeah. So that's that's what causes anxiety. Oh, where do you want to be? Which yeah. kids do you want to hang out with? So mm-hmm. that all started in year eight. Mm-hmm. So I happened to be one of the party kids. Mm-hmm. So I was the party kid. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the cool group. So that's where I end up. And not gonna lie, that made me go a bit. to the wrong path but okay that is still i was still like in good hands but like my mom and dad were like my mom particularly um i would say she's a bit more religious like mm-hmm. on the religious side and she did not like me going to co- schools which 
it's like ironic because you're in a country where like you know you kind of have to go to go schools there's no option mm-hmm. of like girls only yeah. except for a catholic school i mean come on yeah so were, were you going to all girls schools in in africa i wasn't yeah my mom insisted that we move back to pakistan for my education and stuff my dad was like hell yeah. no you know yeah. we're gonna stay here she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna study here mm-hmm. so yeah and i'm grateful for my dad thank you dad <laughs> i made some great friends there <laughs> but right. yeah anyways so year eight is going shit i don't have my shit together i'm like partying i don't care about studies and <laughs> i do but then i still do get marks does that yeah. make sense i still get grades Yay. yeah you're still doing a good job you're just not focusing too yeah. much on school yeah exactly i'm not focusing too much on school but so all that happens and uh, like i lose myself a bit right there in such a sense that i i alhamdulillah i had good friends you know they always like kept me on the line even if i went off track they were like oh hey you know knock it off you have to come back mm-hmm. does it make sense i was a party kid but then i had geek friends that are like the shitty friends if, uh-huh. you know in Pakistan, there's the shitty friends they were like you were that one bad friend, basically, asking for help with homework. <laughs> yeah, and... yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's smart. Yeah, you had you had fun, and then you had enough smart yeah. friends to help yeah. you. Yeah, because because I knew I had to keep my cover, like with yeah. family and all, and also like my dad. Alhamdulillah, my dad had this one thing for me. He like um taught me one thing: accountability. So he's like, he doesn't know about anything, but then he's like, you know, you're getting big. You're you're getting old you're you're a young yeah. lady you have to be accountable for whatever you do mm-hmm. and that actually played a big role making me responsible that's good and that's why i that's why i kind of knew where like i had to keep my cover and like mm-hmm. you know i cannot like there's a specific like image i have to maintain in front of my uh, dad mm-hmm. and some things that i have to refrain mm-hmm. from and not get into stuff like that's what kept me in control so okay. all yeah. that happens my dad retires mm-hmm the big thing my dad okay. retires and that's what basically prompted the move to pakistan it's time to go back home yeah but my dad decides i should stay here and start high school like i should start sophomore here mm. and because we had family here like uh by here i mean canada we mm-hmm. had family in canada so my dad was like you know education is better here and stuff so like you can like she can stay like i can stay with the relatives that we have there and like mm-hmm. I can uh, continue school and all. So um, it's already like I know they're leaving and they're like, you know, you can stay. And I'm like, well, that's great. Thank you. I can stay. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much, Dad. So <laughs> um, the last day they're leaving. And what happens is my dad uh, asks me to come to into his study and I go. He's like, he has this one-on-one talk with me. He's like, um but uh, do you know where we're going hmm. i'm like uh pakistan and then he's yeah. like yes pakistan uh he's like do you know what is pakistan i'm like <laughs> yeah it's your country mm-hmm. and okay this is i'm literally like saying it the way i said it to him because like i don't forget this it's your country yeah right. yeah it's your i mean like a body of country yeah right. so he's like and then we had this general rule in our family, like always speak in Sindhi in the household. So like, that's what, that's how you stay connected to your roots. So yeah. So, mm, okay. So my dad is like, uh, my country, isn't it your country as well? I'm like, yeah, same thing. That's where right. he senses something is. And then he's like, he goes, he asks one question that I regret answering. He goes, Pakistan ke mein kya aate like, what do you think about Pakistan? Mm. Okay, whatever I knew about Pakistan was from those annoying weddings mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that you go to in Pakistan and annoying family that you go to. And the second was hot weather. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so annoying weddings and hot weather, that's, that was your perception of Pakistan. That was my perception of Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And how many, how many times did you go back to Pakistan while you were living abroad? Um, did you go back fairly often from Ethiopia, Sudan, Canada? We went often, like me and my mom, we went for like weddings and quite often. So right. it was like, you know, once once a year, twice a year. Mm-hmm. And like for when you go, you go for two months straight like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. 
Got it. Um, Jazo, if you were asked this question, what would you... <laughs> I can imagine your answer would be really similar, but what would your answer be? What do you think about Pakistan? What is Pakistan? Honestly, I have a lot of fun going to Pakistan, meeting family, because I don't get to do that mm-hmm. you know, often. And I like the weddings. I don't find them annoying. I find them really fun. The food is good, at least. Yeah. That's all yeah, that matters. Really <laughs> yeah, as long as the food is good, I'm going. Yeah. Right. And then there we, have, we have girls like Iman from uh, a few episodes ago who just goes to people's weddings. Apparently people she doesn't even know directly just for fun. <laughs> she loves weddings so much. It's funny how different people are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. I swear. Seriously. So, yeah. So I talk shit about Pakistan. Like, Pakistan. <laughs> yay. Oh, no. Pakistan. Whoa. To your dad. <laughs> Madlab, exactly. Yeah. To my dad. Like, I was from Sindh, for heaven's sake. I was mm-hmm. from Sindh. The mm-hmm. most, like, like the hottest part of the... Yeah. Yeah. So, what happens is... My dad listens to my ranting that went on for like 20 minutes, mm. 20 minutes of hate, pure hate. <laughs> right. So he was, before, prior to that, I'm guessing he was very sympathetic. He was like, and he was all understanding. Uh, and then you gave him a 20 minute rant and maybe he just started rethinking. He was like, exactly that okay. exactly that and my dad was like what the hell yeah so dad was like nay, 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 nay. are hmm. you sure all that you said do you stand by that i did not know the meaning of those words back then but like i'm guessing your dad was really patriotic oh he is like he is the epitome of what hmm. you call patriotic right. god damn so my dad goes as like country ki kadar nahi hongi na aapko duniya mein kahin bhi chale jao aap successful nahi hoge those words stuck with me he's like pack your things you are going back to pakistan with oh, us okay mere pairon ke niche zameen nikal gaya i was like what the whole plan changed in a 20 minute conversation exactly i was like what what hmm. like i i took like a whole hour to process that i was like and then i begged my dad i was devastated devastated because like it wasn't mm-hmm. just moving to pakistan it was leaving all the friends it was on also mm-hmm. on such a note like they're we are leaving tomorrow mm-hmm. i don't like my parents and my my friends don't even know i'm leaving tomorrow they're ex- you can't even talk to them exactly it was so sudden also i did not have a phone um hmm. i wasn't allowed a phone so right. the only the only way i can you know mm-hmm. go back to my friends is like school mm-hmm. so right so you were about 13 14 at that time yes got yeah. it okay all right so the next day you're supposed to pack and go back to pakistan you begged him but uh, it didn't really work i'm guessing it did not work i was like you know i'm so sorry i did all that he was like oh god my dad is like he's my dad i'm stubborn as all hell like what mm-hmm. do you expect like so <laughs> he i get it from him <laughs> so he's like nahi bitta ye jo aapki ye jo soch hai na is soch ko maine change karna hai uske baad duniya mein jahan jana jao i'm like dad but i did not take it the way he planned for me to take it so we moved back. I did not get to say goodbye to my friends. That is another regret I have in life. But yeah, yeah the next morning, the time I had to go, I was supposed to go to school. I left for the for the airport. And mm. the next moment, the next thing I know is a day in the plane and then I'm back. So mm-hmm. I come here. I'm on stuff. I did stuff. I just wanted to add a clarifying note here. One of the challenges that Anushe will refer to throughout this episode is drug culture and drug addiction. She refers to drugs as stuff. So the stuff that she's mentioning throughout this episode is basically drugs. And I don't get, I know no one here. Mm-hmm. I don't have stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, it's it's just like I'm losing shit i don't know how to keep my cover i like my mind isn't working and 
it, yeah. it was just a mess and yeah. it took me like i slept now like, this was 2014 so you i mean social networks are still around were you at least able to get in touch with your friends via like facebook or something and tell them hey this this just happened and uh, no no i'll never see you until, again no 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 yeah. not until 2016 okay so you didn't really keep in touch over social media or anything see social media was around but mm -hmm. me personally, I was not allowed phones. I was not allowed PC. I didn't yeah. even know what a PC was, to be honest. Like, I mm. took computer classes. That that was about it. Like, I took IT classes. And the okay. only computers I saw was in the IT lab, literally. Mm. So, wow. yeah, there was no... I was... I, I had a pretty, like, 90s childhood like you know yeah. at home other than school like yeah. i used to play with dolls and i didn't even have video games i was <laughs> literally the toy kind of person <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah i used to play with rubik's cubes and stuff mm -hmm. so yeah the 90s was a strange time i remember this i used to like stare out the window literally staring at squirrels and stuff and just watch them play and then play with my fingers. i used to make paste i used, i used to make paste out of like leaves yeah, from the garden right Jazzle, you had a similar kind of uh, childhood, you said? Uh, not staring at squirrels. I mean, I got a PS2 back yeah. when I was like, I don't know, seven mm -hmm. or eight. So that was my entire childhood yeah. playing video, video games. games. Okay. And, yeah. I have video games too, but mm -hmm. yeah, it wasn't very rich growing up, uh, my family as a whole. So mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of times we didn't really have video games. I just kind of grew up just, uh, I don't know, you know, just uh, sitting around there, really. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember our kids was were still a thing, and we the only time like I got like permission to go out with friends, and it was like in an mm -hmm. arcade, and we just played video games in an arcade. That's all oh, I remember. Okay, got it. Oh so, yeah. So um, I moved back here. So fast forward, I you know it's like three months there, just go by me sleeping all the day, like because you know and people uh suspect stuff but then i get up and i'm fresh and all and i try to keep it and oh, it somehow works my cover still stays mm -hmm. until like i come to islamabad three months go by i'm depressed as all hell and i'm homesick i miss my friends i can't talk to them i miss my family back there like i i was close to my cousins like like i was close to mm -hmm. them I miss them. I can't talk to them. Also, my mom and my dad were not good with technology. Like, my mom literally used, like, my dad is still on that feature phone, that Nokia, that these mm. stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Also, they're aged because, like, I told you I was mm -hmm. a late child. So, like, they're aged yeah. as well. So, they don't get into much technology. Like, phone pe baat karte the, like, mm -hmm. local phone pe, or wo bano se baat karke wo phone bando gaya, zai se baat yeah. pe, ko kon baat karata So, so, that happened. And like I moved to Islamabad. Islamabad mm -hmm. is where I go to school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to all these schools and like my mom did not like it. Mm -hmm. uh, she was like, you know, up to Pakistan, up to like, and you know, she goes and she visits these and she doesn't like them because they're cold. And she's like, um, mm -hmm. she's like um, very consistent that I'm going to go to an all girl school because mm -hmm. now I'm growing up. So she's like a bit conservative. So she wants me to be like, you know, grow up in an environment where there's no guys and no namahrams and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That all happens. I end up going to the school. I would not disclose the name, but the school that was apparently an Islamic school. Okay. Yeah. They were basically Islamic. They had different classes and, mm -hmm. um, you know, they had... Um, mm -hmm. Their admin was all like run by mullahs. Wow. So tell me this uh, question. So Ethiopia, Sudan, Canada, you did not go to Islamic school in those three countries. You went to international school. I was my, my, my <laughs> Islamic school. My home, my household was so Islamic. I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. My mom, when I tell you my mom is religious, you should know that I was, yeah. okay, I'm, I've done hips. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've done hips. Do you really? know what? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Fifteen. Like until like half of it. Hmm. What age did you finish? Oh, I there was the teacher that I used to like the my tutor, mm -hmm. my Quran tutor. Uh, the he had a, a specific time. That if I make a mistake, then he can do it. And if I don't make a mistake, then he can do it. And if I don't make a mistake, then he can do it. 
उसकी गिरदान करता रहे क्योंकि ज्यादा याद करने की जरूरत मतलब वो आपको गुना ही मिलता है बाद में अगर आपको भूल जाए तो आपको बहुत ज्यादा गुना मिलता है तो इट्स लाइक आपको जितना याद आपको उस टाइम तक जितना याद हो जाता है लाइक यू नो जस्ट कीप ऑन रिवाइजिंग ज्यादा like the whole um i was uh, the pronunciations and stuff weren't mm-hmm. a big deal for me so it was easier for me to like mm-hmm. get along with it and being of like such an islamic household i already knew a lot of stuff it must have been a massive shock though um just coming from the canadian school system you did not i know you said you had an islamic household but at least the school was different right your your friend circle was diverse i'm guessing and then you went to pakistan and now suddenly you're in the I mean people can live pretty different lives in Pakistan as well but you were immersed into this Islamic heavy world and your even your school was Islamic and you started hifs I'm guessing all oh, that must have been a shock to happen all at once See that's one reason why it was like I on top of being homesick I became depressed like severely <laughs> depressed because of that because of like this environment that I'm totally new to that I don't know I get it like my household was still like islamic mm-hmm. like my mom was like oh hijab 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 but then still i had this loophole that i um you know you can't that's why i say like i'm firm on this belief that you can't force islam on anybody mm-hmm. you know it's just like you can teach your kids stuff but then when you get to like forcing them to mm-hmm. do stuff that's when like you know it messes up for them it messes up religion for them and that's what happened with me well yeah and also i think in in general hipness is usually done very early in a child's life i'm uh, not so much in teenage years as far as i know like most kids start learning even as early as age 6 yeah yeah so you started learning very late in life yeah i started very late um yeah but it it, it didn't it didn't have that much of an effect i think the most of the effect was like of how i was like so unfocused i could have mm-hmm. done it i still say like i could have done it if i was just you know doing it more enthusiastically mm-hmm. it was just i wasn't passionate for it mm-hmm. like not because like alhamdulillah like i know like it's the biggest thing that like you know it's it's a thing of honor like you know doing mm-hmm. hips and stuff yeah but in that circumstance in those circumstances and, and in that scenario like i wasn't really in the ideal shape for like doing mm-hmm. hips at that time abhi bhi alhamdulillah i still have faith like agar main abhi bhi karna chahun to i can do it and i i do have plans of like uh, completing hips like mm-hmm. whenever but like i still i do have plans So so yeah these two years were like highly highly um like the worst years of my life i would say I'm I'm guessing yeah very difficult and, and did your parents not sense that depression in you during that time No actually because i had this resistance because um first of all my mom and dad weren't so observing hmm. to be very honest they were like mm-hmm. you know mental health ka yahan pe waise pata hai koi trend hota hai लाइक इस्लाम अभी अभी पाकिस्तान में मेंटल हेल्थ को कुछ थोड़ा बहुत मीडिया उस जमाने में तो कुछ भी नहीं था यार दो चार साल पहले तो लाइक मेंटल हेल्थ ओ पागल हो ही ना हमारा बच्चा लाइक यू नो ऑल द स्टेरियोटाइपिकल माइंडसेट या और जस्ट लाइक इवन थिंग्स लाइक डिप्रेशन वीव डिस्कस दिस बिफोर इन द बिगिनिंग ऑफ दिस पॉडकास्ट बट इवन थिंग्स लाइक डिप्रेशन आर टेकन लाइक वेरी लाइटली very 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 like oh yeah you're just depressed yeah bas khushi ho na khush ho jao bas khush ho jao and that's it like it, it's not considered that hey this is a chemical imbalance in your brain this actually needs to be treated in a uh, medical and professional way it's not something like oh yeah i'll just go to the amusement park and now i'll feel better and i'll come back home happy and uh, life will be okay <laughs> exactly yeah but like... depression but there's a whole abhi tak schizophrenia ko log samajhte hain jin jin aa gaya jin aa gaya Yeah. yeah that is actually okay i need to do another podcast and like jinag jinag is a separate one on that <laughs> yeah so um yeah um and during that homesickness time not only was it depression but it was getting worse that mm-hmm. i was on stuff and that also like affected 
in a way that I, I wasn't an addict. I could tell you that I wasn't an addict. It was still like, come on, like I'm in eighth grade, like the, like, you know, it's, it wasn't that often, but then it still had effects. So I was on stuff and that kind of like played mm-hmm. a big role. Yeah. The unfocusedness, the more sleepiness, the, the like increased aggression and all that. But then I was always like an angry kid and I already, I, I always had aggression mm-hmm. issues. So like, that's how that, you know, just dissolved into like my bad behavior, just me being a bad child, mm-hmm. like a bad behavior, like having behavior mm-hmm. problems. And that what what it mm-hmm. was. And then during this time, although I was in, in this Islamic school, it was not at all Islamic. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, Islam like everything. Like, but that that's one thing, like everything was mm. going on. Like you had not drugs, I wouldn't say drugs, but like you had like people dating, you had like people, you know, just talking, doing stuff. And like when I say doing stuff, it's like um how like making out this? or like Second base, not third base. Yes, 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 yes. First base. Wait, you're talking about an Islamic <laughs> exactly. school, right? First, second base. These are kids in the Islamic school. Exactly, exactly. Wow. Namka Islamic. Namka Islamic school. It's wow. just like... Islamic in quotes. Exactly. And like, it, it, it wasn't like, it's mm. not like the admin or like the teachers had something to do with it. Like, you know, the teachers... Mm-hmm. It, like like the kids were making out and like you know having going on dates and like burka and like you know parties and stuff and wow and i was like what the hell like is it well at least yeah i mean i mean things are things are open in the west but at least they're open right people aren't trying to hide it whereas yeah exactly yeah, we put on, yeah, we put on this impression that, yeah, we soft, so thre, you know, we don't do anything. Exactly, duality is not there. How many duality thi. And like, hmm. it was just, it was just messed up, you know, if you oh. think about it, it's, it's just messed up. Yeah, surprising so, to me. So, that's specific. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, that's specific. That was like, usse wo school was good where I went first. Let's go, there too, I mean, everything is happening. लेकिन ये कि वहां पे वो लोग वो स्कूल वो उसके लिए उनका नाम उनके नाम के साथ वो ठप्पा लगा हुआ भी है कि लाइक ओके लाइक यहां पे ये सब कुछ होता है ग्रेट ओके तो लाइक पीपल नो लाइक बट व्हेन इट्स काइंड ऑफ लाइक अ क्लिक बेट इफ यू गो टू स्कूल्स लाइक दिस इट्स काइंड ऑफ लाइक अ क्लिक बेट इजंट इट डोंट यू एग्री लाइक अगर आप एक इस्लामिक स्कूल में जा रहे हो बाद में आपका बच्चा लाइक आप अच्छी परवरिश के लिए बच्चे को स्कूल में डाल रहे हो और स्कूल में बच्चा उतना खराब होकर निकल गया इजंट इट क्लिक बेट It, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And, uh, you know, based on my experience here, now this is just my experience, not a professional opinion. Like in, uh, a lot of kids that I've gotten to know that went to Islamic school, um, you know, younger than me or the same age as me, I didn't see an improvement in their personality any different from mine. Like I didn't see, you know, he, he prays five times a day. He must have no anger issues. He must have no, you know, blemish on his character. But in, in reality, like, they do some really strange things sometimes. You don't really see an improvement in morality. You don't really see them, mm-hmm. you know, being any different from other kids. And maybe they shouldn't be. But this whole idea, okay, you know, a lot of parents have this, and, you know, they'll be completely fine. My kids and, you know, my house, we're all clean and pure and we can judge everybody else. That whole, I think, mindset within parents needs to go away. That's, that's the biggest clickbait of life, I swear. Yeah. Right. And a lot of the parents, I don't think they even know what their kids, how much their kids know and how much what their kids say do. 
that happens the same thing you say to your sister uh, you say to your child you're like don't lie it's a bad thing and then they're still gonna lie but then when they go to school they see they they look up to this teacher they have this favorite teacher mm-hmm. and this favorite teacher says don't lie it's a bad thing and then he, she, and then this this kid comes home and he's like oh this teacher and like enthusiastically says like this teacher told me not to lie i'm not gonna lie anymore mm-hmm. that actually happens i've seen kids like do that and you know it's a real right. thing um okay then okay bahar ke environment ka asar padta hai so wo bechare parents to yahi soch ke bhejte hai na ki like hamari nahi sun raha to chalo kam az kam kisi aur ki sun lega but you know it's like it's all about the teaching methodologies that's what i believe ki agar aapki teaching methodologies achhi ho to like bachcha seekh bhi jata hai agar aapko pehchana yeah. to right agar aapko sikhana to mm-hmm. if you're a good mentor aapke aapke like your people they're going to be great mm-hmm. well, so just assuming ki main apne bachchon ko sami school bhej dunga everything will be fine from here um <laughs> that doesn't exactly uh, also there's this big thing that aksar cheeze na sab batane se nahi wo karne se bhi like the, your kid looks at you as a role model if you want your kid to learn something like do it yourself i mm-hmm. swear like that's the biggest thing it's so that's mm-hmm. cool i left that school and that school was like you know hell for me i did not make friends there it was just yes i was talking i was about to talk about my abu- mentally abusive relationship that i also got mm-hmm. from that school so this when uh, like although they were like so islamic they didn't even let guys and girls talk like you couldn't even n- not just talk but you mm. couldn't even cross ways like they were like completely wow. different campuses and then we used to go like uh, in the evening like it was 6 uh, it was like a 7 a.m mm-hmm. to 6 p.m school because uh, we used to um do schooling as well as hives within the school yeah so yeah So where were these kids interacting? They're not allowed to interact within the school like uh, oh, no, with the other gender. Guys? No, 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 yeah. no, no. But kidder by piche backyard me like somewhere around the corner of the school where they're interacting with each other and that's where they were dating and hooking up. Oh, by that time uh phones they sab ke pass. So yeah. They were wow. like exchanging like one person would just, you know, um kisi paper me click and then they would just leave at this like behind uh-huh. under this rock. and okay. then they would go shara kar denge wo karoke niche se ja ke wo number le lenge fir shuru pate wow yeah who needs tinder who needs tinder i swear yeah. but like yaar wo itne bhi nahi the na like at this other bachcho ke paas like some had smartphone some had did, some did not like mm-hmm. uh whatsapp i get, was was whatsapp in 2014 like 15 yeah, yeah, now yeah. but me i don't remember like in my household i didn't know other than that like honge logon ke paas i don't know but there were numbers there were like sims and phones so those like blackberries back in the day wait uh jazel do you have a question uh yeah i just want to know like while you're in ethiopia canada and all those countries where were your older siblings did they stay in pakistan or were they with you oh my sister was married so yeah, yeah i was the only child like i my childhood was like a single child solo childhood right you were the only kid in the house basically I was only kid I was wow. the only kid in the house and um see that was also one reason I I did not get to my sister I didn't know I have a sister that's one reason I hate wow. like a lot of people Yeah so, yeah and there was a 14 um, year gap between you and your sister so that's a yeah me and my sister very, exactly gap, yeah <laughs> Yeah so okay so I get I get to know this guy like everybody you know you have not I got bullied here again hmm. this time for being oh angreza yeah shokhi mar yeah yeah what the oh yeah and i basically got labeled as a slut why i have oh. guy friends okay but like i used but he was to say hum aise khayegi hum pehle hi aage bade hue exactly exactly yeah like but then i was at least i and i stayed true to that like you yeah. know how i say like it was hypocrisy like how they were like under sekutor bahar sekutor mm-hmm. i was really um open about that like i used to go around the school like telling everybody you know you guys are like hypocrites like agar lady gardeners ke sab ke samne aake karo na ye kya kar rahe ho to like i made a lot of enemies because like people were like shut down and i was mm-hmm. like 
you know hmm. i just talked out about yeah. it you know i was not the hiding kind so mai batati thi like mai bada proud ho ke batati thi i'm like sab kuch chal raha hai school bahut bakwas hai aur sab kuch chal raha hai like everybody that's why like that's i got bullied for like hmm. but then by this time i was so used to bullying i was like you know i don't yeah, give a shit about it so me. whatever yeah. Hmm. yeah so i used to get bullied and i didn't make many friends and like you know that one reason like where you where you have to fit in mm-hmm. like because aapko ek jagah achhi bhi lagti hai na aapko dil bhi jata hai ki aap usme fit in ho ho here i did not even want to fit in i was like you know let's just be over with this as soon as possible like i want to get mm-hmm. out of this space but um in the constant fighting with like people around there and just you know being like all you know the odd one out and like nobody's sitting with me and that just did not help with me depression with my depression and me missing my friends even more because i didn't make mm-hmm. any friends so between all this i got this i got in touch with this guy also mm-hmm. from school and this guy befriended me and i was also like 15 back then so that's like that makes this so messed up mm-hmm. but yeah so this guy befriends me and he's like he's 18 back in the day he's like 3 years my senior and um class wise 2 mm. years my senior okay so yeah so um yeah so this guy basically what he does is like he befriends me he's like i i feel like he's all understanding he gets me he gets like what environment i'm from and yeah. you know like it's all cool mm. and he plays all chill with me until like you know getting into a relationship and then mm. you know it just happened to escalate so like it was you know to be mentally abusive and and also this guy again put me into stuff this guy pushed me up with stuff and i was like i went into all of that this guy was from your school this guy was from my school and okay. he put you under some on some stuff too yeah so stuff really goes around even in islamic schools and basically everywhere over there too huh everywhere everywhere hmm. like you know it's it's just it's easy hmm. it's easy like if you have the cash it's easy oh, okay so even sometimes you don't have the cash like people like i don't know how they do it mm-hmm. unpopular opinion yeah aapke paas na bhi ho na kuch matlab paise wagera like to pay for it or like people are here that will give you things only to ruin your life mm. like they don't they wouldn't even care about the money mm. like there are people like that here like i'm like that's even more messed up ek bande ke paas pay karne ke liye paise hai hi nahi to wo us cheez se bacha hua hai na ek kisam se nahi you you're even going to do it to that specific person or uski bhi life kharab now you didn't want to like at least turn the the substances down at least like did you did it cross your mind that maybe i shouldn't be doing this or something or was it peer pressure that got you into it it was mostly not it was not mostly it it was a coping mechanism yes so this person just forces me into like taking all these substances and like this person knows that i've been taking like things before mm-hmm. so this person says that um you know kind of makes me think that i'm doing wrong um mai apni health ke sath kharab kar rahi hu like mai apni health kharab kar rahi hu which is a not like wow okay get yeah. it like that was that is so twisted like that right. i get now that that was so twisted mm-hmm. and this person you know how like kind mm-hmm. of like stockholm syndrome like you feel like you know you like they're actually helping you they're actually helping me exactly so this person made me responsible for everything that went wrong in the relationship and like i felt guilty for everything and i had to do these things to in order to make mm-hmm. it up for him so Yeah. it was just messed up and until my sister got hold of it at that summer my sister was in it was in town and uh, she finally cracked up the code she was like you're messed up you know you know she she found stuff and she basically got me out yeah. of all of this she was like you know this is all messed up like i wouldn't know right. like you would yeah. go so much like without guidance hmm. i told her not to tell to not to tell my parents and you know to just don't blow the cover and she's like yeah okay i won't blow, blow the cover and but you have to get better you have to leave all this and you have to leave the the guy and i'm like still in like the yeah the stockholm state 
mentally abusive but yeah i still feel like i can't get out of it and like you know i can't leave this guy and it, it's it's messed up but then my sister fights this guy mm. and like you know somehow i just get out and this guy just ditches me and so this guy was like now my sister is involved and then he's like you know get like it's getting to the elders so it's better yeah. to like you know just leave just i'm glad up. he left but yeah, yeah he just left Okay. Alhamdulillah, like I got, then I went to rehab, um, rehab in a sense that there was this doctor that kind of helped me mm-hmm. and my sister like made this story, made up the story that I'm out to some camping, like some, like, you know, scout, scout, girl scout thing. Yeah. So yeah, she made got this it. girl scout thing up and I went to rehab with this doctor. I had this treatment and yeah, I got better. I, that's amazing so how, how long did it take how long were you in rehab it, it took like i guess four months mm. four, yeah four months yeah. you were there four months wow. yes i was okay. there four months that's amazing so this sister your sister basically somebody who you haven't even uh, gotten to know most of your childhood she's the one who basically yes exactly she she's a uh, the hero the heroine of your life the guardian angel <laughs> yeah the, the guardian, guardian angel yes, the guardian yeah, angel your protector yeah. That's that's a pretty amazing uh, twist. Yeah. So this. Uh, so I was there for a month, like four months in a sense that I I came back home in like two weeks, but then um like just to get me like just to get rid of the obvious symptoms, and then I used to go like after mm-hmm. school, and then I used to come back yeah. at eight, like to like you know get into like counseling and stuff like that and you know that the whole process went out for like four months so my parents not being so observing that Mm -hmm. helped that kind of like actually helped and because my mom was always in this uh, thing called uh, tablir or like jamaat is like you know you travel around with Mm -hmm. people and then you know you just to um, convert people or to improve their religion yeah Yes, to improve, to, yeah, the Bliri Jamaat, you just go into mm-hmm. the, like, these different, like, three months, three days, yeah, she's traveling a lot with these groups, these um, Islamic groups, and, you know, she's going with her friends and her, um, mm-hmm. you know, that religious group mm-hmm. friends, so, yeah, she's, she's out most of the time, my dad is retired, and he doesn't do anything else, but you know he's at the home chilling yeah. you know enjoying his retirement doesn't really know much he knows i'm a troubled child yeah. so yeah he just thinks that it's just my rebellious mm-hmm. nature so my sister then stays for four months and somehow gets a pass with that because like you know like she has her own kids to yeah. take care of but you know like shout out to my mm-hmm. sister like yeah that's good like my sister's kids went back so she stayed with me so yeah Mm -hmm. right so i got out and during the rehab i actually got to rethink about everything Mm. like how what went wrong what went right and like the whole reflection thing it just came into um everything came into perspective and i got better and not only with the with that thing but also with the how that relationship when was mentally abusive how what i said to my dad how was that wrong mm. until now pakistan ka experience mera bilkul bhi acha nahi tha like koi cheez nahi mera acha hui thi but still still like i had more izzat for pakistan mm. in general because the people like the people like there was a lot going on in my life but then there were people here like neighbors here like you know people out in the street just people in the in in the market like how people talk to you that was just so for me it was like it was heartwarming yeah. then i started like actually noticing that there's not much different between like you know pakistan and like somewhere like abroad like canada or like ethiopia or like you know yeah the gap is really narrowing now right the differences between pakistan and the west exactly yes the internet is making it so much like better like you know you're getting trends are coming here the trends the same trends you have in america we we have it at the same time 
like the fidget yeah. spinner trend, like trends like that, and like mm-hmm. you know the trick shot trend, <laughs> the ten year challenge, yeah, <laughs> the ten year challenge, exactly. Yeah. Like all the जो वहाँ पे आते तभी यहीं पे आ जाते हैं सारे के except one thing that's still cringy. Dab is dead. People, dab is dead. Don't do it. Yeah, they still like, dab over yeah. there. They still dab over here. <laughs> I see. I'm crying right it's now. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Warming up to it, and it's yeah. not like. Nothing is, you know. See, everything is available here. It's not like. That's good. But yeah. <laughs> so okay, so go, going back to Canada, when you uh, had that conversation with your with your dad, right? That kind of turned the whole plan around. Do you wish, basically, that they could have changed that you might still be in Canada today, or are you actually happy at the end of the day that things went the way they did? If you could go back, would you change anything, or? I would say that no, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want. I I I'm actually glad glad things went the mm-hmm. way they did. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it was like you know painful. I saw a lot of things, hardships, but they were all they they made me learn right. something. Yeah. Right. So I learned a lot of things. The actual thing that you know is like that that counts is that I mm-hmm. learned. I am much more conscious than other individuals my mm-hmm. age. Like even like I'm more mature than a lot of different a lot of 18 year olds mm-hmm. like in my circle. Like unko kuch nahi pata unko like they're like still their parents are overprotective yeah. of them. Alhamdulillah like that is one. I have independence in my house like my parents they feel I'm accountable mm-hmm. like and I'm responsible. Mujhe ghar ke kaam like ghar ke important kaam diye jaate hain like I have a curfew time of 9 before that you know I have the independence of going wherever I I have to go and like a lot of people that is also something a point to note. People do not here have like wahan pe jaise aap dekhte ho na yahan pe independence nahi hai. Especially mm-hmm. 18, 17, 18, mm-hmm. बिल्कुल नहीं है वहां पे तक आप छोटी मोटी जॉब करना शुरू कर देते हो लाइक बिफोर गोइंग टू कॉलेज एंड स्टफ लाइक आफ्टर स्कूल हाई स्कूल लाइक यू नो आफ्टर स्कूल जॉब करते हो आप ये वो यहाँ ऐसा कल्चर है ही नहीं यहाँ पे यह आफ्टर स्कूल आपकी जॉब ही होती है आप अकेडमी जाते is any advice that you would offer for other people who are potentially moving back to Pakistan in terms of dealing with culture shock and basically how they can get assimilated faster yes exactly first of all you have to be the biggest thing you have to be lucid like you have to be open to mm-hmm. different kind of ideas and you know people here are going to be very nosy very nosy yahan pe log jo hain not even like on a serious note people aapko apnate hain aapke sath apnayat ka ehsaas karte hain aapko wo bahut annoying lagega pehle aake har kisi ko lagta hai wahan pe aapko dekho aapko apni privacy chahiye hoti hai i get it lekin yahan pe aake wo privacy wala scene nahi hota like aapko privacy thodi si apni kam karni padegi people do give a shit about you aap kya pehen rahe ho kya kar rahe ho kyun kar rahe ho people up people will ask you aapse poocha jayega be open to it give it like a positive attitude thoda sa like optimistic side pe sochoge kya pata ye log kabhi theek hai kuch log baatein bhi banate hain lekin kuch log aapke liye sincerely concerned bhi hote hain phir chahe wo aapke door ki puffi ka koi pros padosi kyun na ho lekin wo dil se aapke bare mein sochte hain ki nahi yaar bachchi hai ghar ki bachchi hai ya bachcha hai to ghar ka bachcha hai like iske liye bhi सोचना है तो दैट्स वन थिंग अबाउट पाकिस्तान दर आई लव आप चाहे दुनिया जहान के कहाँ के लोग हो लेकिन जब आपको पता है ना कि आपको कोई गाइडेंस के लिए आता है ना तो आपको वो यही सोच के देता है कि यार लाइक मेरे अपने भी बच्चे हैं अगर मैं इस बच्चे को गाइडेंस दे रहा हूँ तो लाइक दे थिंक लाइक दैट सो दैट्स द बेस्ट थिंग हियर सो बी लूसड टू लाइक डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ आइडियाज एंड इतनी जल्दी बुरा ना मान जाना कि लाइक यो दिस गाइज लाइक annoying and like you know all these aunties are annoying and mm-hmm. stuff they are going to be annoying it's in their nature they can't yeah. help it so you are the one that has to adopt and that has to be lucid with it yeah about that's about it it must be easier today than to move back to pakistan or any country to be honest versus than it was like 10 20 years ago if you imagine it is what what life was like before the internet kind of united all the cultures together we've discussed many times the internet can be a really kind of an obstacle to success sometimes but at the same time these are some of the benefits that hey you're still in touch with the whole world even if you move any you know no matter where you exactly. move exactly Ex- moving back to 
پاکستان یار از ناٹ لائک آپ کو ذرا بھی فیل نہیں ہوتا اگر آپ مٹیریلسٹکلی سوچو نا لائک آپ کو ہر چیز ہر چیز آپ کو یہاں پہ مل جاتی ہے آپ کو بس رائٹ جگہ چاہیے ہوتی ہے جانے کے لیے لائک آپ کو یہاں ڈی واٹسن پہ مل جاتا ہے ڈی واٹسن از لائک کیشن کیری ٹائپ آف پلیس لائک پلیس سو لائک آپ کو ڈی واٹسن پہ دنیا جہان کی امپورٹنٹ چیزیں مل جاتی ہیں بٹ لائک ان اسلام آباد الحمد للہ آپ جہاں بھی جاؤ جس سے بھی جاؤ اسلام آباد آلسو از دا موسٹ لائک سٹی ان Pakistan, so I wouldn't like, um, mm-hmm. I'm not the right person to say because I live yeah. in the most developed area. But yeah, like, Diwatan is also in Islamabad. Like, and you get imported stuff, you get mm-hmm. original stuff here. Like, me being a girl, let's talk about makeup. Like, you get original wow. Smashbox stuff here. Like, mm-hmm. What else do you want? You get, like, you get a Sephora here. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, yeah, easy, yeah. yeah. And I think most, most kids, most kids, their concern wouldn't be so much the stuff, the, you know, the things, the materials. It's more like, you know, probably the culture is really different. Islamic school, you know, Quran Oh my God. <laughs> they're pretty common abroad too, but at least there's not that much force abroad, which kids are, I think, afraid of when they move to Pakistan. یہ چیز تھوڑی سی ہوگی مدرسہ آپ کو ہر جگہ ایک جیسے ہی ملے گا مدرسے کا جو ہے نا وہ جو کنزرویٹو تھوڑا کنفائنڈ سا ماحول ہے وہ تو ہوگا وہ چیز نہیں آپ ڈاج کر سکتے ہو بٹ ادر دین دیٹ لائک یو فائنڈ گیمرز یو یو ہیو ایکس بکس یو ہیو پی ایف فور یو ہیو اسٹاف لائک یو ہیو ویڈیو گیمس سو اینی تھنگ اینڈ ایوری تھنگ دیٹس دیئر لائک یو کین یو کین ایون لائک اسکیٹ اوور ہیئر لائک پیپل میں باقی کی نہیں بات کر رہی اسلام آباد کی بات کر رہی ہوں یو کین اسکیٹ ان اسلام آباد سو ایزی سین سو یا Jazza, what would be your challenge to moving back? If you, if you ever had to move to Pakistan, what would you be most scared of? Um, the fact that people talking to you are doing karate. <laughs> I'm going to have to find people that only speak English. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. I'm already, I'm already picturing how Jazza would be bullied. Is Urdu's oh, no. not that great? <laughs> yeah, it's not. So sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, hey, hey, but you know what? I did not know Urdu. until like i moved back here that hmm. was another challenge see that's another challenge i did not know or do wow so you already knew sindhi right you used to speak sindhi at home i used to speak sindhi you learn sindhi that way you learn english and then you have to yeah. learn Urdu. Oh, oh, oh. and get let me tell you this Sindhi aane ka Urdu se koi taluk nahi hai. Urdu is so hmm. different than Sindhi. Like yeah. Sindhi did not help me at all like learning Urdu. Hmm. Come on. Like I thought it would but it didn't. You guys are yeah. lucky yeah. Tum log ko like humse baat karne ko milta hai. Like there's there's yeah. there's means of trans- like communication mm-hmm. with people all around and you can connect so like tum log to phir bhi humse like bahut zyada lucky ho they compared to me. Yeah. Just the fact that we're talking I think is so impressive. If you think about it Jazil exactly. and I met like 2 years ago. Jazil joined Discord 2 years ago. We started taking interest in Urdu and you know Pakistani culture a bit more after interacting with the Pakistani people on our Discord server, right? And mm-hmm. so Jazal and I are talking right now. And just the fact we're talking right now, like we're great friends, uh, which we are, but <laughs> I would say, uh, well, you know, just the fact that we're sharing our ideas and the differences in our background and hopefully appreciating Pakistan. And yeah, it's amazing that we're even talking, exactly. right? We have completely exactly. different lives. This is so productive. Yeah. Yeah. We have completely different lives. We don't live in the same place. Our lives should never interact, mm-hmm. but they do. Exactly. Thanks guys. All right. Yeah. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.